Okay, so we're discussing the light of Torah. The Torah Akdoisha, the Torah Akdoisha. Okay. Oh, you don't think uh, you don't think I did it right? I think it's a little higher than that morning. You went low. I went high. It's the morning. You got This is for the Nigun Chabura. But we're trying to bring. We're trying to annex other Chaburas to it. That's what I was trying to do this morning in the Mishnah Brura. You tried to sing? No, I was talking about David and Melch's hands are full of blood. Oh yeah, you don't mix. Don't I, was talking, <laughs> I was talking about war, so I, I, I said maybe, uh-huh, uh-huh. maybe it's, the reason he couldn't do duchening uh, is because his hands are full of blood of Nida. And Morty got really upset. So what are you trying to do? What are you trying to sh- like? What are you trying to? T four, T four. Dude, he didn't say he didn't say it. I learned brachas yesterday, brother. Hear me. Oh, 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 so now you're bothered that he... Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Okay, Mr. Milster, here we go. Kofam's on the left side of al ze Amr Chazal. So we're talking about the light of Torah. That the light of Torah, that's, that was the, that's the Kli that HaKadosh Baruch gave us in order to reveal Elokos in the world because the whole, the whole world can only be here if he hid himself. But then that gets very confusing. It's very dangerous. Helam, the whole world is he's hidden. Gashmis hides him. The Torah was given to us that even in the Gash, a, point, a person can come to, to know Kaddish Baruch, to understand him. All halacha, everything is supposed to teach us that there's a Boreolim. Yes, we keep halacha. 100% keep halacha. But there's an inner purpose to halacha, to learning, is that it comes to reveal Elokus. It's very simple. Just be cognizant of this thing. You just, just recognize it. This is, this is the Emes. Valzeh, on left side. That that light of godliness, the organas that Hashem used on the first day of creation, to use it to see from one end of the world to the other. So the Gemara says, The Gemara says it, the Tanchuma says it, says the Tanchuma, It wasn't appropriate for the world to have its, have its hands on such a light as... We know the way the Chazal say is that then the Rishon would get to it. Therefore, va'amid v'ganzu la'amalei Torah. So therefore, Hakadosh Baruch hid the light to those who are amel, who amel in Torah. Hmm? It's a wild line. It's a wild line. Um, there's a lot here. Who was on the trip to Eretz Yisrael two times ago? Poland. No, in Eretz Yisrael. I gave a shear on Shabbos day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Parshas Bechukosai. And Bechukosai Telechu. Exactly. I'm, not, I'm not really actually asking you to remember, but on Shabbos day, I gave a shear about a male's Torah with a, with a, with a you know, a panemia spin. Because Amel's Torah classically means what? Toil and Torah. You got a Torah. So what's the panemia spin? So look at the word, look at Amale Torah. Look at the word Amel. Look at the word Amel carefully. The whole word Amal is the same word Olam, Helam. Right? That's exactly what we're trying to do, is reveal from the Helam. How do you do that? With Amal. So what's Amal? So the way I was explaining is from, by the only, to be Amal in Torah, to reveal Elokus in this world, through Torah, is you have to go from Olam to Olam in Torah, which means a person has to learn Pshat, Remez, Jush, and so. When you go from Olam to Olam, when you learn Torah, Shabbat Torah Shabbat Peh, Chassidus, Kabbalah, also for, when you go from Olam to Olam, you're starting to reveal. Right? If you learn just the Olam of Pshat, the Olam of Nigla, the Olam of Mishnayis, 
Okay, so you know what to do. Like we're saying, when you start to learn Ramazan, you start to learn the drush, what that is, the deeper, that which is not written here. It's what's implied by these halachos. The chasidis will call it. Then you start to see a whole, a whole different light. Now you start to see and understand that there's something going on in the Torah that's not actually being said, which opens you up to, there's something going on in this world that you see, but there's something more that's really being said that it's, you can't see it with your regular eyes, but now you know something else is going on. Then you start to open up to the Elokos that's hidden in, the, in this world. That's so Omel opens up the He'elam, the Olam. That's, that's, I think, what's going on. When a person learns Torah Dosha, again, in this way, deeper parts of Torah, Kavanas Lishma, that's what we're talking about over here. Zochim Laor Ein Sof, you're going to be Zochit to this, this infinite light of a Kaddish Baruch to connect to it, Hameyar Misof Alon and Sofa, which is enlightening from one end of the world to the other. What does it mean, Misof Alon and Sofa? What other mission had like these special glasses that he could see? Like the Taiwan, what's going on over there? You could see China. He's so full and not so full, I think. What? What do you want to say? I mean, when the Gemara says me sofa olamat sofa, what does that what does that what does that translate to? All the Mauritian with the Ora Gunas was able to see me sofa olam at sofa. From one end of the the classic translation is from one end of the earth to the other. I mean I was joking, you could see Taiwan. I mean he has like this very far distant, you know, you could see oh, okay. that's what it sounds like. It's not that far. Yeah. What? We didn't understand. It's not that far, Taiwan to China. No, I meant here to Taiwan. It's not physical. It's not a physical. <laughs> I was reading John Rahe, Taiwan. It's not a... So what was... What, of course not physical. So, that's, so what, what's, what is the meditation? What does it mean, me sofa, olam, and sofa? What does that even mean? What did he see? What does it mean, everything? He revealed the, 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 the world is German, German opinions. Yeah. The Pasha's what it meant. Me sofa, olam, and sofa meant from, from, from the Gashmash to the Ruchman. I mean, he saw, he saw the Boreolam in this world. Not physically... But he didn't need to, he, he wasn't Amal Batara yet, but whatever he was exactly, not clear, but he was on the mission. The Oregonus was, was before the Torah. He was able to see the Elokos in the world. He didn't see trees. This is before he sinned, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so then why, why are you even thinking about Rishon? I mean, it, it, there was only Adam Rishon. I mean, obviously. No, it was, it, was, it was hidden at the same time. No, um... I don't know. You'd have to analyze. I never analyzed it. When exactly was it hidden? Right. This medrash just for this little snippet doesn't say when and why. There's another medrash I get, and maybe it's the same one. I don't know. I have to look it up. That it was it was only around the first day, and then it was hidden because of the rishon. Now you could say it coincided with him with other mission sinning, which was he was only there for one day and then he sinned. So that concept that he sinned and rishon, therefore Hashem had to hide it from all rishon wasn't shy. Now it also could mean right, the way we learn it is. There was a special light. And because there's these bad dudes, we don't want them to get their hands on, you know, on the special light, on the special money, on the special you know, technology. Because we all you know, have seen things in our past, right? We, like we have to hide the technology from the Rosham because they'll blow up the world with it. But that might not be what the Pshat is. Is that you can only reveal a locus if you're on the path of Tzidkus, we'll call it. Only if you're doing the right thing, only if you're connecting trying to connect to a Kaddish Baruch and, and doing what's right, you have even a shaykhus. If you're, if you're a Russia, if you're, it's not shaykh. It's not shaykh to recognize a lukus. If you're on that path. Because then you get dissonance. What does that mean? 
Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's not Shaykh. I, I was trying you're to... Russia, but yet you're looking at... It's, not, it's, not, it's just a pasta. It's not yeah. Shaykh. So that could be what it means. It doesn't mean that because there's Rishomi, it's not like the highest technology, you know what I mean? Is that if you're Russia, it's, it's not Shaykh by you. It's just not Shaykh by you. So I mean, the Oregon is, it was never hidden. It's always here. Because when other Rishon sinned, it was a reality. If you sin, you don't have the Oregonas. You can't live in both worlds. You can know about it, but you can't actualize it. You have to like really work to like understand the deeper parts of Torah. Like, yes. you can't just open a chumash and you, you understand the hashkafa, the deeper thing. Like, you have to. Amel. Yeah, you have to be amel to like uh, reveal like all these different ideas. Yes. That we learn about. Like, if you just, you know you're not you're not going to be understanding or hearing these things by just walking the street. Correct. It's sort of like physicists in their world. And trying to understand and get a handle on particles that make up the neutrons and the electrons and the protons, the submolecular that, like, And then once the they do, stuff. and then once they do, then they, st- they see the electrons totally different. Yeah. And then they see the cup that was made from electrons totally different. Right. Like this is, not the, this is not a cup. This yeah. is but they're getting whatever that is. And smaller on the s- particles that make up what we thought used to be when we were taught those were the most S- fundamental particles existence in the physical world. And, yet we find out that it's and you can't start learning about the smaller pieces until you learn about the bigger pieces. Yeah. Even though you would think, what do you mean? You have to start, when you start building, you start with the, the most basic, but we can't do that. We can't talk about the small. So when it comes to, to, to getting into the Or Shal Torah, at least in the Limud Shavuot, you have to learn the regular stuff first for some time. You have to become proficient in Tanakh, in Mishnahis and Gemara, the regular stuff. That's why Rizal says, you can't start learning Kabbalah until you have, what's the Lushan? Um I just forgot the Lushan. Until your belly's filled. Uh, what's the Lushan? I forgot. When your belly's filled with, uh, with, with, with regular stuff, regular Nigla, then you could start going on. You can't go on if you don't have the, ba- the Yisodas. You've got to learn the rules before the exception. Well, something like that. You can't learn the small particles, what yes, makes up an electron, before you learn what the electron is. That's really what it is. Um, but we'll see, there's also kavanas, yeah. So, so you have to be amal. And in a different way. You know, they may amal just like, as it's harving over Rashi, that's what their amal says, which is good. But amal says, going deeper in types of Torah that you're learning, allowing your mind to expand, sugas of amuna. That's amal? Yeah. That's a pneumistic amal, yes. You're going from Olam to Olam, Amel, right? Because they, their Amel is only in the world of Pshat. Amel in this world of Pshat, and deeper in Pshat, and deeper in Pshat, what does Rashi mean? What does he mean? What does he mean? Yeah, Gvaldik, amazing, it's huge. It's massive, that's what, that we're supposed to do that. But we have to also, there's another type of Amelis, is to go from Pshat, but what did Rashi really mean? What's the Jush? Where's Rashi coming from? Now, Ravichamari, so this Sefer, Ravichamari specifically, you're seeing what could be opened, right? That's what he's doing in the Sefer. He's showing you the, um, the different type of emails. What did Rashi mean on a Kabbalistic level? Where is that coming from? Now, the more you know, the more you learn, the more you appreciate. But, that's what it is. If you want, a person wants to see the light of Torah, you have to go to Pinimius of Torah. That's where the light is. It's in the Pinimius. Many people walk around with the, with the Nigla and they're not seeing what they could be seeing. That's what Rav Mendel Vitebsker said, I told you, when he said to the, the Misnagdim, 
No, Ramayra says, somebody turns learns Torah Lishma, Yizochel Dvar Maharbe, Razei Torah, secrets of Torah, yada, yada, yada. So he says to them, No, where's your secrets? <laughs> and then he ran, jumped out the window. He said, Harai, you guys are wrong. You're not, you're not getting to the point that you could get to. And of course, you're doing the right thing by learning strong, but you're not going that next step. You're not learning Torah Lishma. Harai, you're not Zochel to Razei Torah. Who hears, who knows Razei Torah? If only Gon did, some of his Tamidim did, but to the Hamon Ham, they didn't. Vlachain. All right, let's pause here. Continue with, we'll continue with this with this tomorrow. <coughs> what's the Dvarim Harbe mean? So the mission lists off different things. You be zochet to Dvarim Harbe. You be zochet to, 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 to special things. It's a different madregas and ruchnias. Raze Torah. You'll start to see Dvarim Harbe. Probably means what he's talking about over here. You'll you'll see the world in a different way. Zochet to Dvarim Harbe. To deeper understandings. Okay, let's continue with the Gemara. So, um, what? No, it's Torah Lishma. Yes, he says. That's what we started with yesterday. Two days ago. The whole world's Kedailah. Right, so that's what that's what you see in the second paragraph. Why is the whole world Kedailah? Because this person chaps the world for what it is. Because if you just live in the world where there's no Elokos, you just know about him, but you're not, you're not actually revealing it. Okay, the world's not for you. The world's for the people who are really revealing. Okay. So we were learning in a Gemara. Okay. So we are learning about this sugya Shema Yigram Achet. That David Melech is nervous his whole life. He's nervous. Maybe he's not going to get Olam Haba. The Tov Hashem and the Eretz Achayim. Because maybe Shem Yigram Achet. Maybe he's going to do a sin. Maybe he's going to do a sin. And that sin is going to cause him to lose his connection. Now the Pashup shot is, okay, he's going, to, he's, going to do a, he's going to do a sin, and therefore he's going to have a virus, and therefore his chesim is not going to work out, and he's not going to, have to go to Eretz Yisrael, to, to, to Olam Haba. We said yesterday, maybe it means a deeper thing, the sugi of Yiras Achet, right? That the fear is, not that you're going to mamish lose Olam Haba, but that you're going to lose the connection, the Olam Haba, the connection. That the Pasuk says, and I've, it's probably from Belvavi, I can't say for sure. But we see, every single day we say a Pasuk in Shema. We say a line. And it's, it's, a, it's a funny line. There's a lot of things in Tefillah that if we would pay attention to, we say, like, what's Pshat in this line? But I'll tell you another one. So at the end of Shema, right at the end, we say, we say, it's a Pasuk in the Torah. It's from the Torah. Laman yirbu yemechem v'meivenechem. In order that, right, that the, your, you and your children's lives will be lengthened. Al ha'adama asher nishba Hashem. On that land, Eretz Yisrael, that Hashem promised, lavoseichem, lasayislahem. Hashem promised your avos, your forefathers. Kimeshamayim al ha'aretz. You said that like a billion times, yeah? Does that mean kimeshamayim al ha'aretz? How do you even translate that? Like the di- I'm just going to say, you tell me if this is the right translation. Kimei, like the days of shamayim, on land, like the days of Shemayim, what does that even mean? I was saying, just think about is that are we? What are we going back to over here? We're in the middle of a, you know Yitzhak Mitzrayim over here. We're, we're getting out of Eretz Yisrael. We're going to Eretz Yisrael. Kimei Shemayim alerts. When you have a, a no, I think you're wrong. Just, you have a hemodical life in this world, meaning it's like heaven on earth. You, you, you brought this before. Oh, I did bring it before. 
Otherwise, what's up shot over here? When you're living Shemaim in this world. What do you say? Heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. That's a fucking funny thing. That's not like a poshit shot. Who speaks like that? We speak like that because that's like Jewish, it's, it's Pinedius, like heaven on earth. It's making the best of the physical world, right? It brings down, connects the spiritual world to the physical world. Eretz Yisrael is that place, that, that place, even though it's, Eretz Yisrael could be everywhere, the Eretz Achaim, right? That's what, Eretz Achaim here means two things. It means Olam HaBa, it also means Eretz Yisrael. It also means living a life of Chaim. What's, what's, what's the passage that tells us about living a life of Chaim, which is a different life? If you're Dovik, then you have Chaim. So if you're not Dovik, you don't have Chaim. Simple deek, yeah? If you're Dovik to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Chaim Kuchem Ayom. You have life. Simple deek. The implication is, if you don't have Dovikus, you're not alive. Anybody want to argue with that? With that? With that? With that? What is the implication? You're only alive or have the vacas of your nerves as real, as opposed to. One second. So, 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 everybody agrees to that first part. <laughs> is that today? <laughs> yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Hey year. Same as yeah. When's the parade today? Sunday. Is there a parade? Oh. What do you mean? Schools we used to march during school. Where'd you go to school? Uh, you marched? After. Roger Hattar and Hafter. Oh, so you definitely marched. I'm in high school. Big time. Yeah. That <laughs> unless, you're, unless you're an SAT. We got in trouble. If you, if you had an SAT prep, then you're out. But outside that, nothing. Yeah, the early years, no the earlier years we just snuck out, and then but then later they had to like make rules. Like, if you miss, then we're going to kill you. Like, so that's pretty good. It came like, you have to come. Like, what? All right, anyway. Who wants to walk? I, that's what's important. Like, who just wants to walk in the city? Anyway, I'll go put him. You didn't, you didn't grow up with this. Where are you from, Atlanta? Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. Yeah, didn't kind of walk over there. Um, so, the, so, so it's an interesting thing. You see already in that Pasuk, you can't say if you're not Dalvik, you're dead. I mean, there's a lot of people who walk around without Dvekas. We might be one of them. And we're not dead. We're alive. Living dead. So you have the living dead. So it means they're physically alive, but they're dead spiritually. Tvekis is being alive physically, of course. Tvekis is being alive spiritually. Pasuk says by Adam Rishon, if you even eat Adas, what's the next words? Mos Thomas. Mos Thomas? Well, it's either a tough. Could be. Either way, it's the same thing. You going, Surely you're going to die. It's a double ocean. Right? Not just Mos. No. Mos Yamas, we'll go. We'll look it up afterwards. You're surely going to die. I want to ask you a very question. Did Adam Rishon eat from the Yes. Did he die? Spiritually. Yes, he did. Long term. Not immediately. Pashib shot. He lost the Thank you. Oh. They brought that. It sounds in the puzzle like he should have died right away. So either he lost this eternal life, or there's something other. there's some other death. Right, he lost. He lost his dveikus. Right, he, he sinned. He went against the word of God. You cannot be holding at the same level of dveikus of the Kaddish Baruch Hu when you sin, like you were before the sin. It's not shah. Haray, you sinned. You've separated yourself. You died. You're not chaim. You're not alive. So you see, the Dovid Melch is scared. Shem Yigur It's going to kick him out of the Eretz Chaim. This life, maybe Olam Haba, maybe Eretz Yisrael, but also the Kivyash Shemayim Al Haaretz. That type of living. 
Himmeldig. So why are you bringing this over here? I'm talking about what David Melch was scared about. David Melch was scared Shem Yigur Machid, and then he was going to lose the, the Eretz Chaim, the Tov Hashem Eretz Chaim. So I was just trying to say Eretz Chaim can mean Eretz Yisrael. Poshup shot. The way that Rashi explains again, yesterday we tried to understand Rashi. I'm not exactly sure what Rashi is saying, but Poshup shot that Rashi is trying to bring is the is the same. This this fear of David Melch that he's going to get kicked out of Eretz Chaim is similar to when he was saying to Shaul. You're chasing me out of Eretz Yisrael. Push it, Eretz Yisrael. And when you live outside of Eretz Yisrael, then you're not with God. Second shot, which I think is the push shot in this Gemara, what the, what the Gemara is using this Pasuk for is Eretz Chaim means Eretz Chaim Olam Haba, the Eretz of Chaim of eternal life. And now I'm saying it's a, it, also Eretz Chaim means when a person sins, he's kicked out of Eretz Chaim, which is what? The him of the Goliath. Right? There's a part, there's a pshat, there's a remez, there's a drush. There's always different ways to read and understand every Gemara you can learn in four ways. I can't, but there is a way. Even Gemara. There's a pshat, there's a remez, there's a drush, there's a so. So you have to understand the Gemara a few ways. There were a few times we bought a Matl, and he explained a Gemara al pisod. It's, it's like. Ever tell you this, This Maisa once said it was early, early on. And in the middle of what he was saying, which I can't remember anything, he said a, 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 a Torah of Sod in a Tosos. Tosos in Gitna, I remember. Something about a get, I don't remember what it was, a whole thing. And I, it was early on in my years, and I, I still probably would say it now, but I, I sort of, I was going to make a joke. He's very high, but you can make, in Echabur, you can, you can make little jokes if, like, if it's a good joke, you have to be careful. And make sure it's funny, I guess. Yeah, basically. It has to be like a good, or else he's just going to look at you. You don't want that. Something bad's going to happen the next day. So I said, I said, so he gives a whole thing in Tilsos. So I'm like, Yeshiva guy. I'm like, and what does Rashi say back? Right? In Yeshiva, it's always, Rashi says this, Tosos says back, and then, and then the Magadri says, and this is what Rashi would say to Tosos, even though Rashi doesn't say it. Because Tosos always asks on Rashi. Rashi doesn't have a chance to answer back. So you always have the Panay Shul protecting Rashi. You've always. So that's how it goes in Shirim. What would Rashi say back to Tosos? So I made a joke. I said, no, what does Rashi say back? And he looks at me and he's like, you want to know what Rashi says back? And then for another 15 minutes, he goes through another, a whole other Torah and soda that what Rashi said. I was like totally floored. He, he already thought about it. He looked at that way. He said, what would I don't, I don't know. So it was Machlokas afterwards. He made it up on the spot. I Meaning he knows all these sodas. Right? If you ask, if you ask, Rebbe, a question of Hasidus that he never actually thought about, he still can answer you on the spot because he has all these souls. He could put it together in a sec. So we, we weren't clear if he actually worked it out already or, he, or it came out on the spot. But either way, and then he said to us, you can learn all of Gemara like this. And we're like drooling. We're like, can, can, you do, can we do that, please? <laughs> now we haven't. I mean, it opens up a whole new way of learning. I mean, you have to learn Pshat. You have to learn Rashi and Tosis the way it is because that's how you get to the Shulchan Aruch, to live a life of Pshat and Halach. But then there's, there's another type of Amelis. That's what this Chabur is trying to do, to show that there's other things going on over here. But every Gemara could really be like this. Brochus is the easiest, it's the most open. You even have Svarim <laughs> already. Right? That's what Richard Martin, it's, it's, to me it's earth-shattering what he's doing. And he's still doing it. They have some, they're doing it now in Gemara Sota. I see they're putting out, nothing as a full safer yet. But for, for, for Unzer Hever, this is like, this is like, uh, this is gold over here. 
So, um, so Tosa, so, 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 so Eretz HaChayim can mean these three different things. Olam Haba, Eretz Yisrael, or a life of Kamei HaShemayim Al HaOretz, that's, that's a life of Chayim, a life of Dveikas. And when you sin, you automatically are kicked out of that place. You're kicked out of Gan Eden. Okay, so then we said, we said, we compared the sugya to, 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 um, to Yaakov Avinu, that he also had a certain fear, and that fear, why is he fearful? Hashem said, I'm going to protect you. It must be that he was scared that maybe he sinned in the past, and that sin is going to cause his protection to be lost, and then Esav could get him. Esav could chop him. Um, let's just read one more line of the Gemara. Or let's just, let's just, let's go, let's go, let's read the whole, I'm going to read the whole Gemara straight, even though it's not going to add that much, but it's good. V'david, right? Last word on the line, V'david, Dalif, 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 Almost half, three quarters of the way down. Got it? V'david? V'david. Mikar, the Nafshi Chassid. Did David really come up a Chassid? He was really such a, a big time, Lefnim, Yishur, Zadin type of Jew. Vaksiv. Luli, Hamanti, Lewis, Vatu, Vashem, Beretz, Chaim. If not for the fact that I had a Muna to see the Tov Hashem, Beretz, Chaim, I wouldn't have it. Right? He's nervous that he's going to lose his portion. Atana Meshmei, Rabbi Yossi, Brisa, the name, where we're taught, I'm sorry, not Brisa, we're taught the name of Rabbi Yossi, is a, is, a, is, a, is a Tana himself. He taught Tana, right? He taught. Lama Nokada Luloi, what's the, the dots on top of Luloi and Luloi Hamanti? Amar David, David says before Kodesh Baruch Hu, Ribbonu Shalolam, Muvtach Ani Becha, Shat HaMesham Sachar Tovah Tzadikim, Lasa Lavo, I believe strongly, I trust, the Chavos of Lovashar Bitochan has a whole Indian about Shachar Olam Haba, and the Bitochan there, David Nosa says, I trust that you do give, there is an Olam Haba, and you do give Shachar Tov, interesting, I'm not going to go into that now, Shachar and Shachar Tov, are those two different things, right? Shachar Tov, which is connected to the Tuv Hashem, right? Liris Betuv Hashem. So what, what are these Madregas? Maybe we'll get into maybe not. The, the truth is I don't even know what the answer is, but there's definitely something here. But I trust in you that you're going to give over Shachar, you're going to reward those Tzadikim Lasad Lavu. For sure you're going to do that. I just don't know if I'm one of those people. So how could it be that David Melech calls himself a chassid, and at the same time he's nervous he might not even get Olam Habo, he might not get Tzachar. How's that, how's that possible? So my answer is, my answer is, according to the way Rashi learns the Gemara, Shem Yigra Machet. Not that he was nervous about, when he said he's a chassid, he's a chassid. But what was he nervous about? Then maybe he would lose chassid status, he might sin in the future. Shema Yigrom Hachet. And Rashi says he might sin. Okay. It seems like he's a... Uh, a novice, a nevis. Yeah. Yeah, he's being an anav. He knows he's a chassid. But that's, he's that's hoping a, you'll get to Olam Haba. He's like an anav. There is, there is a madrega of, of tzaddikim to live with that madrega. But again, to, to, be so, to be so nervous. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, we call it extreme anava, only for tzaddikim. Right? It would be very difficult, if you could try to get into this place, to believe that you're a chassid, right? That you're really, really BMS, you're doing the Fnim Mishur And there's a lot of Jews, and you love them. And, but Lamaisa, I'm doing better than these Jews. And at the same time, to truly feel, I don't know if I'm going to get all Mahab. Yeah, you want to talk sure dissonance? How's that? Because he's such an honor. At the same time. So I'm, my, my point is, is that only a tzaddik could have an Anava, this Madrega, to, ha- to be able to live in both of these worlds. To believe that you're, to, to know, not, not, not out of gaiva, to know that you're doing even more than a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants, 
And yet at the same time, to really truly feel, I don't know if I'm going to get on that. For most people, that'd be like, okay, stop joking around. You know, like, what do you, what do you, like, I, you know, you have like a guy like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, stop it. It's another psula business. It's fake another. It's like gaiva. Right? You have to, only at Sadiq. Right, you, you go to a guy. I don't know if I'm gonna. Maybe I'm gonna sin. Look at that guy. Like, come on, man. You, you, you're the biggest Balgaiver that you're trying to be an honor. Don't know. Could do such a thing. Yes, you in the standing in the back over there. Which I think personally, I go through. I'm sure. Shalom is Jesus. Shalom. Is that in our lives we're constantly changing, meaning? We're all chassidim to a certain degree. In certain regards, we're trying to do l'fanim b'shrasadim. But sometimes our head falls to that place of, look, maybe I'm not actually getting there. But there's two more times that we are there. And we're like, we know we're doing what's right. And like, maybe the Gemara showing us, like, this is like standard procedure. Someone said this yesterday. We ended off with this yesterday. No, no, no. No, the Dabba Melch was, 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 was a real Jew that sometimes he felt he was a chassid. And sometimes when... Now, the Me'iri says, obviously parenthetical is going to wait till later, but the Me'iri says... That it wasn't Shem Yigrom, like Rashi, that he was thinking that he might sin in the future. Really, it was more like Yaakov Avinu, right? Yaakov Avinu, he's right with Asa right now, and he's scared because maybe he sinned, which would cause him now to lose his Shmira. So David Melech was scared. The mirror says, maybe his sin was Bathsheba. Shem Yigrom, the chait of Bathsheba, is going to make him lose Eretz Achayim. So there he really was nervous. I was a chassid, but maybe I lost that whole chassidus because of this thing that I did. David Melch was... And David Melch, probably, out of all of the, the figures, of all the tzaddikim that we have, and he was, of the mamish, the biggest, we know a lot about his life and things that happened. I mean, he's open about it. We see in Tanakh. He, had, he was the biggest, and he was, we said yesterday, right? He was ostracized from the community when he was young. They thought he was an illegitimate child. Evan Masu Habonim. I see someone himself. I'm the rock that all of the builders were disgusted by. They thought that was illegitimate. His father and the shifchot, the whole thing. Yishai did not sin. Yishai never sinned. It was, never, it, was, it was not true. He was actually David's mother. It was a whole maisa. They thought he was an He was different. He looked different. He was small. He was red. They thought he was Esav. Get out. Then he became the biggest. Then his father wanted to kill him. Then he became the biggest. Then he sinned. Whatever. Kuntas Madrega. And then he became the biggest. I mean, his whole life was like a... And he talks about it until... And we connected David Melch because of that. He was so transparent. He was so open. Now, don't be... Don't, we have to be careful not to be... He, he was the biggest tzaddik that you know, the world has ever known. But it shows Shavi Paul Tzaddik will come. It shows. Yosef Tzaddik also. Is there any significance to referring to Hashem as the Kodesh Baruch Hu and Rabbanu Shalom consecutively? Like, why do we you don't really do it, those two terms? Where? After one and after the other. Oh, the... I'm a devil of Saint Karish Barcho, Rubana Shalom. Yeah. What is there any significance to why you give two specific different terms to Hashem at that point? I don't know about it. Normally it's one or the other. He's talking about it. He's talking about it. He's saying it. He's quote. Oh, it's Rubana Shalom. No, but why isn't it? I'm a devil of Saint Karish Barcho. Shalom. Yeah, I hear the question. I mean, I don't know. Now, what's HaKadosh Baruch Hu versus Rebona Shalom? What's Rachmana Amar versus Mipi Gvura Amar? It's in the Gemara. Rachmana Amar, Mipi Gvura Amar. So Rachmana is... 
What's Rachmanos? Rachmanos the Torah. What? And Mipi Gvura is not? Now, I haven't to do with analyze. You have to analyze. Rachmana, you might be right. Rachmana is... Yudkevavke. Rachman, Yudkevavke. Mipi Gvura Amara is when a Kaddish Baruch is speaking from a place of Gvura. So it could be HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is referring to the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is referring to Yudkevavke. Ribono Shalom, master of the world. Ribon Kololamim is referring more to Gvura. So it could be maybe here also. He's, he's about to say, he's about to say, I trust in you, but I don't know. There, there, there is not always, schar is, is an Indian, are you, are you deservant of it or not? That's an Indian of Din. Right? If a Kaddish Baruch lived with, with just Rachman, everybody would get schar. There's nothing to be nervous about. Yeah, that's the shame Hashem. That's the way you would refer to Hashem when you're, Nervous that there's going to be din. Ribono shel olam. Maybe. You're asking now, I don't know. Usually it's like a more intimate term. Which one? more like father-son type of... You hear it more... Maybe you should say, they say tati. You know, in the farce they say tati, right? There's a lot of things that we say. I don't know. I'm just making that. But ribon kolam and ribono shel olam, what does that mean? These means he's the master of the world. That's usually referring to more Gevura. Yeres Haromimus. He's the Ribon Kalalami. Uh, maybe, I don't know. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's funny how it comes out. It's funny how it comes out. It's, it happens to be, you are. You are. You've seen it many times. Because you've seen Hashem Elokim. Hashem Elokim you've seen many times. Now, even though this is, this is, this is Amr Dabafnei Kodesh Baruch Kama, what did he say? Quote italics. But yeah, to see it together, sometimes it opens up things. So Yaakov Avinu is scared. Dabon Melech is scared. Yaakov Avinu says, he, even though he had, he had uh, the Shmira, Kedrab Yaakov Bar-Idi, Aram Yaakov Bar-Idi, he brings a steer, he says a Kodesh Baruch to Yaakov Avinu by the, by, the, by the dream, the Cholom of the Sulam, in Anochi Imach, or Imcha, I think Imcha actually. Imach, no, Imach. Vanochi Imach, is there a difference between Imach and Imcha? I don't know, I gotta learn that talk. Is there a difference between Imach and Imcha? Okay, you don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. V'nenochi Imach u'shmarticha b'chol ha'shatelech k'shbos. I'm going to guard you in all the, wherever you go, b'chol ha'shatelech. Everything. This is a gewaldik haftach. V'ksiv, and it says, v'yiri Yaakov, nobody was very scared. So the Gemara answers, well, how does that pass? Well, how could he be scared? Maybe he sinned. And maybe he's going to lose his protection. Which may or may not be the same as Katantim Mikol Chasadim. That might be a different thing. But we'll... What? Okay. I, was, I was talking to Morty yesterday. Okay. Apparently, I want to finish the Gemara. Kedetanya. We have a similar Brisa, which is going to be the third um, time that we have a Yigmar Mechait. At or third steer. Also, Ad Yavor Amcha Hashem, Ad Yavor Amzu Kanisa. Pop quiz. Where do you say that? <laughs> Dude, thanks, Marty. No. You know something? It's not so simple. No? That Azashir is, is either in the Halukas? Okay, as we say it's in Azashir every single day. Right? Ad Yavor Amcha Hashem, until your nation passes over. Ad Yavor Amzu Kanisa, until your nation that you acquired passes over. 
So what's the double over here? So the Kamar Darshins, Ad Yavor Amcha Hashem Zubirishon. When it says until your nation passes, here it's not the Drush. Pshad is talking about what? Chris Yamsuf. Right, everything is, you have to, everything is Pshad Remus. The, the, the Remus here, really, or it's really Drush, is that it's talking about the going, passing into Eretz Yisrael. Passing over from the Yardin. Maybe Yardin, Eretz Yisrael. So, Ad Yavoram Hashem, until your nation passes over into Eretz Yisrael, Biarishona. Who is the Biarishona who came in first? Yeshua. Ad Yavor Amzukanisa, until your nation who you acquired comes over, Biashniya. Who is that? Ezra. Ezra brought everybody back up from Bavel. How what? No, this is the drush. It's not the pasuk shot. When you're saying azir asher, you should be thinking azir asher. You're thinking of kriyas yamsuf. But in the drush, we're talking about a, a passing over, not through the water, but through Tarat Yisrael. One time was from outside Tarat Yisrael, Tarat Yisrael. Oh, they both was. One time was from Bavel, passing over. I mean, getting bikan amru chachamim. Because I'll say from here, reuyim hayu Yisrael leasas lehem neis bimei Ezra kederushe naslam bimei Yeshua ben Nun. The Chum say that it was it would have been proper for the Yemei Ezra, the days of Ezra, to receive Nisim and Niflos when they entered Eretz Yisrael, like when Yeshua entered in. What were the Nisim and Niflos? Pashat Yericho. They surrounded the city seven, 13 times, actually. That's usually a, that's usually a question that they, they ask the kids. How many times did, did Yeshua surround Yericho? Everybody says seven, because everybody knows, seven days. No, it was six days on Shabbos, they did seven times. So it's 13. And then the walls just fell down. They blew some chauffeurs and the whole thing fell down. Nisim and the flows. But Yemei Ezra wasn't like that. They were, this was an aliyah. They went and they kept their bags and they, they went up there and they, were, it was, they, got, they had to fight with people and da da da. And they, it was like a real, just a regular aliyah. So it should have been that they had Nisim and the flows like that by Yeshua ben Nun. Elo Shagaram But the chaton that they had living in Bavl, maybe marrying non Jewish women, Ezra had to be dealing with a lot of that. That 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 caused a lack of protection, lack of siyata deshmai and nisim and flows, and therefore they didn't get the nisim like Yeshua ben Rashi says, "Vayira Yaakov." Let's do that. Rashi, right in the middle of the Rashi on the left side. Shema acher haftacha, chatosi. Maybe after I got the haftacha, there was a lot of years between the sulam mutzav arza and returning to Esau. At least twenty-one years, right? Right? So maybe I sinned. And there's, the Bryce is teaching that a sin causes that the promise is not going to be fulfilled. Where is Rashi got that from? Yeah. Where do you see that that shows? She'ein havtacha meskayemis. I mean, where'd Yaakov? He's saying that from Yaakov. What's what's the, the Tanya? Look at the Tanya. That's referring back to. Is, my first question is like this: Is Rashi referring to this? This I guess it's not a brisa. Yes, I was thinking It's not a brisa. It's Rabbi Yaakov or Edi. Rabbi Yaakov. That's careful. Rabbi Yaakov or Edi says that there's a steer in Yaakov Avinu. How could he get the protection and yet be scared? So Rashi is explaining, what was he scared of? 
maybe after the haftach, after the promise, I sinned. What's uchtetanya? What's Rashi referring to uchtetanya? Sounds like the next part of the Gemara, which says, Kedetanya, ad yavoram like what we just read. Right? That's what it sounds like he's... It's a hard comparison. That's what I want to get to. I'm just pointing out, what's, when Rashi says, uchtetanya, like we taught in a brisa, what's that referring to? Maybe it's not a brisa, Rabbi Yosef's brisa. Possible. But David. There's not a brisa. The concept of learning and thinking past. Why is that a brisa? The Tana is made of No, no, it's not a brisa, for sure not. That's, that's a Tana. That's a, whatever. It sounds like it's the next Gemara. Now, if that's true, now I could be wrong, we'll have to look that up. But if that's true, and what Sam, what did you say? It's Shver, okay. Noog, explain. No, he's scared that he maybe no. Okay, he's scared that he made a mistake. No, I thought he could say something different. I thought that, that by Yaakov Avinu had a haftacha. Hashem promised, "I will take care of you." Yet Yaakov Avinu is scared that his sin might have made him lose that. Where was the haftacha? No, by Ezra. Where's the haftacha by Ezra? That Hashem says, "I'm going to give you nisim and flows like Yeshua," and then their sins took that away. You don't see that. There was no haftacha by Ezra. It seems to be that there could have been nisim and flows by Ezra, like by Yeshua, but their sins took that away. But you don't see from this Gemara, I don't think, that a haftacha. Right, the Gemara says, let's get it clear, that the Gemara says that, that it, it seemed to be that by Ezra's time, there could have been Nisim like by Yeshua. There could have been, but a sin prevented that. Does that teach me that if Hashem promises you, I'm going to protect you, that you can lose that with a sin? Those aren't two comparable things. Well, they obviously had some type of, they were supposed to. Hold on, I'll give you a marshal, I'll give you a marshal. A, a, a kid misbehaves. And the father goes to the kid, I, you messed up. I was thinking about taking you to Seasons Express. Because you hit your sister, I'm not taking you anymore. Okay, A. And B, father goes to the kid, I, today, look at, oh, you got a hundred on your, on your thing. You're amazing, I'm taking you to Seasons Express. Later, the kid hit, the boy hits his sister. Father says, you lost it. I promised you I was going to take you. But he hit your sister. Now you lost it. Right. Two situations. The, sec- the first situation that we just ma- mentioned, that the kid who was never told about it, yet he lost it, would that teach me that the father, when he promises to take the kid, that he could lose it by a sin? No. So, how do you understand Rashi? That's my question. Rashi's coming to teach us that if you sin, then he... But is that logical? Is that what, He's trying to say that to the Gemara Shem, but it sounds backwards. If I see that when Hashem promises something, he still could take it away. Kol Shekain, when he doesn't necessarily promise it, he could take it away. Fear, fear is an emotion. It's not logic. So you're separating two situations, you know, a logical consequence from an emotional fear. So not a, fear is not... But if God tells you He's promised you, and you have the fear, it's not a logical... Response. Unless Shem Yigram Chait. Isn't that what Shem Yigram, that's not, isn't that what the Gemara is answering? Shem Yigram Chait is, is, 
is explaining in logic how could it be? That's what how could it be? But if he thinks he sinned, then he thinks a sin makes him lose his protection. It becomes logical. That's the Gemara's answering. That did happen by the by right? But then they sinned, and I they lost it. Everything was decent floods, but then they then they sinned. That's not the Gemara's not talking about I. He's not going. Hashem promised Nisan and Flaws and bring it to Israel. It works out, but then as soon as they sin, they lose Nisan and Flaws. But the Gemara didn't say that, that they lost by Yeshua. They says that they lost by Ezra. Of course by Ezra they lost. That's without the Haftacha they lost it. With the Haftacha they lost it when they, by Birishayna, because... because I'm just saying the Gemara doesn't ta- say that. Can I, can I ask if the Gemara would say that, then we'd have a comparison. The Gemara's not saying that. Maybe you have to know because you got a better. Okay, maybe, but probably not. By Ezra, by Ezra, when the beam saying it's time to go back, Ezra's Navi. So Ezra's saying it's time to go back. Same way to Chaim saying by I. They sin by I, meaning you got another larger picture of what's going on in the story. So there were you know, certain things in the background that the is not spelling out that you got to know. Or, I don't know, we'll have to see. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that, maybe. Ezra understood maybe that there was some kind of haftacha. Um, I don't know. Wasn't but, it in the Navi also in the, the promise of coming back? And uh, that was the whole calculation that Akashverj was, uh, was celebrating, yeah. that there was a promise. He knew it too. Right. And Ezra, everyone knew maybe, it at the time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe there really was. Maybe, right, so maybe, maybe there was a really haftacha, Baruch, that you, were, you are going to go back. But haftacha of, of Nisim? Maybe, maybe. We, just like, yeah, I took you in the first time, I'll take you in the second time. Maybe. I'm just pointing out. It's, it, you have to, there's something else here. Now, it might open up a little bit, and tomorrow we're going to see, Vichemar is going to bring from the Leshem. A whole city from the Leshem. Is it an appropriate thing to live in fear like David and Yaakovina? Shem Yigamachet. And our bitachon, that we have in a Kodesh Baruch we trust him. Where's that haftacha? Right, we trust in the Kodesh Baruch Kodesh Baruch is going to take care of us. He loves us. All shall be talking. Where's that haftacha? When you do Hashem's right? Mitzvahs and everything, you, you have an haftacha. It's an, impl- it's an implicit haftacha. Right. Which is very deep if you think about it. It's conditional. You just said if we do, that's conditional. What, what you mean saying? Yeah, if you don't. If you don't do it, then, then so it's gonna we're gonna have to it's, it's gonna get sticky. It's gonna get sticky because it's gonna be sticky that bitachon is not dependent whether you're doing things right or wrong, in a certain way. Because otherwise, okay, it's gonna get a little sticky, but it could be that there's an implied havtacha, like we're saying here with Ezra, that if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, going back there to Israel, there's an implied havtacha that Shem's not gonna take care of you, but they lost it because they sinned. All right, we'll see what the Shemtah is. You're saying I'm saying like this. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to have to learn tomorrow so Rashi, because Rashi I have no idea. Rashi told us, if you do a chait, there's no haftacha. Yaakov Avinu told us that. That's learned from Yaakov Avinu. That's clearly from Yaakov Avinu. But, but Rashi is saying we're learning that out from... You can lose a haftachim in Kodesh Baruch Hu told us that directly. If you do good, you're going to get good. If you do it, it's in Shema. Like if you follow the rules, you're going to get this. If you don't follow the rules, you're not going to get that. But that's, that's without a haftachim. What's that? That's without a haftachim. Maybe. Also, and How do you get a haftachim? Oh, no, you're right. 